0: Thank you for downloading the latest episode of the Mickey Dudes podcast. Please stand clear as we pay our bills. Are you thinking about purchasing a DVC resale contract? Are you looking to rent DVC points for a future Disney vacation? In need of financing options? If so, check out the one-stop shop, which is the world of DVC companies. The professional staff with over 185 years of experience will guide you through your next vacation purchase. Check them out at DVCResaleMarket.com dvcrentalstore.com and Monerafinancial.com and tell them Mickey dude sent you. The world of DVC, your DVC gateway to a lifetime of magic. Venture outside your comfort zone. The rewards are worth it. Wish Upon a Cookie has evolved into a custom-baked pastry company started in New Jersey by professional chefs turned cookie tiers. Their focus is to turn your magical pastry dreams into reality. They offer so much more than a few colors, shapes, and sizes. Their creations are extensions over your inspiration. You can visit them online at their new website, wishuponapastry.com, or on Instagram and Facebook at wishuponapastry. Let your imagination run wild when you wish upon a pastry.
1: And now, from the Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor, it's the Mickey Dudes Podcast.
2: Here's your master
1: of ceremonies, Wisowski.
3: Hello, humans!
2: Hello, humans, and welcome to another fantastic and exciting episode of the Mickey Dudes Podcast. I'm your host for the week, Chuck Fitzgerald, alongside two of my fantastic rotating Mickey Dudes co-hosts from Cincinnati, Ohio. Annie Clark, Annie, how are you this evening?
3: Chris, can you grab my Les Paul, I'm so good.
2: It's been a while since you've been here, Annie. Um,
3: I know that's a, I'm excited to be here. Well,
2: we're excited to have you, but I am concerned about the amount of time it has taken you to be asking for this Les Paul. I just really feel it's never going to be coming.
3: I'm can I tell you something? Can I tell you something real right now, Chuck? No, I'm scared that any day. OK, sorry.
2: Well, I mean, you've already started at this point.
3: It would have been funny if you just went on. Honestly, <laughs> I wouldn't have cared, but <laughs> I'm really I'm scared that any day could be the last day that Steven Tyler asked Chris to get his blacklist. But well, it's not Steven Tyler, is it it's Joe Perry? Oh, <laughs> oh, <Uh-oh>. oh, <laughs> oops. <laughs> write it down, write the timestamp or some stitch. Um. I'm I'm stitch is not a bad word I'm very afraid that rock and roller coaster is going to close unceremoniously without any warning is what I'm trying to say
2: well that's a fair assumption I just want to get
3: that I want to get that anxiety out there that that's
2: fair um with that being said and the voice that you've already heard (laughs) from Chicago Illinois Tim Schwaska. Tim how are you doing this evening
1: I have to share Annie's anxiety on one of these days. I feel like they're just going to pull the Aerosmith rock and roller coaster rug right up from under us. And granted, we've had plenty of good times with Aerosmith. Is it time for them to kind of turn a new corner? I agree. They do. But they need to let us all have our proper goodbyes. I mean, just like they let us have the proper goodbyes with... Uh, a lot of other attractions, they they need to do the same with Rocky and the and Alice
2: Smith. So,
3: thank well, you, thank you for offering that ride that amount of respect because a lot of people would not. I mean, I would
2: offer it the respect, but we all know it's going to be replaced with High School the Musical, the Musical, the Series, starring uh the Him Sim Tim Sim Sims cast.
3: Um, Um, well, if it does, I'm going to become a member
2: of a terror.
1: I'm going to become a member of a terrorist cell that vows to blow that up to the FBI. He is. (laughs) Well, kind of kidding. My name is uh, I'm I'm uh, you can find me at Figma's reality. Uh,
3: (laughs) (laughs) I just remember in the olden days when they used to the rumor used to be that that they would turn rock and roller coaster into a high school musical ride.
2: Well, now we've moved on from high school musical to high school musical musical musical
3: to musical to series. I hope that we said that in unison on the recording. I have a feeling it's probably going to have a delay on the thing, but I said it at exactly the same time as you. Yeah, they used to be like, oh, yeah, it's going to be a Hit Montana ride. No, I, I'm nervous as if someone. See, y'all are spoiled, right? Because you have regular Disney trips. I have not been to Disney World since Backlot Tour existed. Okay. Since you O'Connor. punted
2: your uh, luggage.
3: <laughs> no, Disney cruises don't count. And I am only just now able to wear sandals again. Thank
2: you. It's been a tough summer then, hasn't it, Annie?
3: I, yeah, it actually has, Chuck. It's actually pretty hard to work out when your toenail is messed up. Mm, that's fair. Anyway, the, well, uh, the yes, point anyways. is, is that I I just, if they were going to close it, I would at least like to know. So I at least have the chance to not be able to get there in time. If they close <laughs> it without even giving you the chance, then I'll be very upset. That's all.
2: Well, there is something to be said for it not being immediately on the chopping block as we're going to move into tonight's topic, which is the recap of two weeks ago's Destination D, D23 event, or excuse me, the D23 Expo, and the Parks Panel that occurred um, just a, a short time ago. So, we're actually going to be discussing the news items that came out of the Parks Panel. We're mostly going to focus on Walt Disney World. Um, There was a lot of news that came out for the foreign parks. Um, We're not going to be addressing that because their news is way better, but I don't believe that any of us really have anything of value to add to that.
3: Um, I wish that I did. I wish that I was the person on this podcast that was like, oh, yeah, I go to Tokyo all the time. I'll be the <laughs> Tokyo correspondent. If anyone would like to sponsor me to be the official Mickey Dudes Tokyo correspondent, please contact us um, and we'll consider it.
2: Yes, but we will only consider it. It's not a guarantee. Um, we'll need to look at the contract. Oh, no. for
3: no yeah hopefully absolutely. sooner
2: rather than I mean, later we will have <laughs> correspondence
1: because uh after this next trip uh here in about a month uh, which will be a california trip rather than a florida trip it's time to explore more of the adventures by disney and also starting to explore the parks is we're gonna that's what we'll start crossing off our list at this point
2: okay i'm, I'm a little jealous more than a little jealous, but, anyways. It just has to do with Florida not having their crap
1: together. That's really what it, what it is. It's, you know, uh, that's a,
2: a very fair assessment to the current state of Florida.
3: Both the well, state, I mean, and Florida state and Florida and
2: Florida
1: and Walt Disney World itself, uh, we've we've decided we're not going to see each other for a
2: while. It's <laughs> a mutual parting of ta- ways. Yeah, we're we're taking a break. So that's fair. Um, but with that being said, it's never a bad time to talk about the news coming out of Walt Disney World. And we will start right from the top with Happily Ever After returning to Magic Kingdom in 2023. Anyone have anything they want to add? Uh, because I'm just I believe
3: fixated on all the, you've been making a lot of accidental Cardi B references.
2: Earlier I don't you know said a- anything that you just said.
3: Well, earlier you said, occurred, and it kind of sounded like, occurred, and then now you just said, like, from the top, make it drop. This is D23. Uh
2: Uh-huh. So, Disney Enchantment replaced Happily Ever After in 2021 (laughs) for the 50th anniversary of Walt Disney World. Um, And you know what? The reaction wasn't good. So. Within the last couple of months, Jordan Fisher, who did star in, I don't know, something, maybe High School the Musical, the musical, the series or High School Musical.
3: Jordan Fisher.
2: Yes. um, Posted that uh, he was less than pleased with the replacement for Happily Ever After. And here we are a short, I don't know, about a year later. And Happily Ever After is in the works to come back. Tim and Annie, what are your thoughts on this one?
1: Mm. The tech, go ahead, Annie.
3: No, I um, please, I I have. Annie's very never seen thoughts, happily
2: ever after, so.
3: Yes, but before I share my thoughts, I will tell you that uh, Jordan William Fisher, born April twenty fourth, nineteen ninety four, is an American actor, singer, dancer, gamer, and musician, who was on uh, Secret Life of the American Teenager and then Live and Maddie. That doesn't sound right.
1: Ah, Keep looking. Okay. Um, but... it's
3: from Birmingham, the, Alabama, and he's married to Elle Woods. Go ahead, Tim.
1: You're good. Uh, my uh, my big thing is it's not hard to see that uh, Happily Ever After is returning. Uh, people did enjoy it. Uh, also, the replacement, the you are you are dealing with like a lot of uh, like a lot of new technology. But again, it's more, it's more copy pasta that they've used overseas, that they're now bringing over here uh, more, more intellectual property that is just regurgitated and recycled. I mean, again, I, I've, I've gone over my feelings about everything they've pretty much done for the 50th anniversary. And it's I, I really do feel like it was an afterthought. I understand we dealt with a worldwide pandemic, I do understand that. But we also had something on, they also had something on their plate they'd never had before. Plenty of time to organize and figure things out. And it just felt like they took that time and just threw it right in the waste bin. It's, uh, I, I know it's very easy for me to Monday morning quarterback it, But, uh, it's, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I just, I've each with each growing day, Walt Disney world impresses me lesser and lesser. I mean, they just, it's, uh, a lot of things are going away. A lot of magic.
2: No, that that's fair. I will say that I am happy with, um, happily ever after coming back, but only because it's replacement level was so bad like what it was replaced with was just so bad i had no desire to really see it um or happily ever after i could at least listen to that soundtrack daily weekly monthly whatever and not get sick of it um in comparison to what it what was what it was replaced by and is now replacing also annie uh jordan fisher was in High School Musical and is in High School, the Musical, huh. the Musical, the Series and Hamilton. Fun fact.
3: So is am I looking at the wrong Jordan Fisher? I don't know.
2: Seems like a pretty common name. Well, we uh...
3: <laughs> no, I, I want to point out, though. Uh, oh, no, it's the same. Oh, and he was in Dear Evan Hansen. Yeah. OK, so he's, right. he's doing a lot of stuff. All right, good for him. Good for him. Um. Tim that's a, I think about that all the time you said about like them having time to do things. I remember thinking that a lot over the past few years that they have time to a company that big that's not going to get a financial huge financial hit from like I remember when the well the park was first closed I thought wow what a <laughs> what a fantastic opportunity for them to like clean and refurb the parks yeah. with, with no guests and of course that didn't at all happen and at, on the one hand from a, a, a business disney's the business standpoint uh how can you hold it against them that they didn't spend money in a time where they're not making any money but on the other hand it's disney <laughs> they certainly could have afforded to do it if they really wanted to so uh I remain frustrated as well with similar... Yeah, they had an opportunity to, to be cool and they chose not to take it.
2: Well, see, I'm going to disagree with you uh, on that point, Annie, only because it's not that they weren't making money. They were making money in different aspects. Like the Disney parks weren't making money per se, but Disney parks consumer experiences, they were still selling merchandise. They were still selling Disney+. Plus. ABC still existed. They were still making money.
3: Oh yeah, I mean, I'm not saying they couldn't have afforded it, but any any person who is looking at it from a, a business standpoint, of course, would say that that's stupid, but I at the same time, personally, I think it's important for every business to have someone who makes decisions that business people think are stupid. So, <laughs>
2: someone to make decisions on but, the guest satisfaction side of things
3: well what i'm saying is well I'm, I'm just gonna end up putting my foot in my mouth and sounding dumb and like miss speaking but uh because i'm sure dan would argue with me about this but like that was one of the original things with walt and roy right was that roy was the business-minded one and walt was the pie in the sky let's spend all our money to do this cool thing And then Walt was the one trying to keep him... Or, I mean, Roy was the one trying to keep him grounded. Obviously, I'm, like, you know, paraphrasing, complicated... Oversimplifying, yeah. Yeah, but basically, that's how I feel. I feel like businesses nowadays are too grounded. You need the, like, goofy pie-in-the-sky thinking, and Disney has, like, none of that right now. It's totally, like, shareholder decisions. Yeah. Which... It's hard to fault them for as a logical thinker, but it's easy to fault them for as a consumer because I want stuff.
2: That's fair. I
1: got very broad with that. if (laughs) if, If I may interject one thing, and this is the big thing, they always point out that the theme parks are like the second or third you know, in in the line of the Disney empire, as far as revenue producing, things like that. And of course, you know, it wasn't open, so you gotta, gotta be making money to justify spending money. Here's the thing though, Universal shot that in the foot. Anything that comes out of people's mouths when they wanna vigorously defend Disney all over all this, Universal has shot that in the foot. Universal is starting to, they're growing by so many leaps and bounds. When Nintendo World opens, in universal orlando i i challenge anyone to go over and find a huge crowd at walt disney that World.
3: is an excellent point
1: they will Very see excellent they point. will see Thank there are there and while while disney is sleeping in universal's waking up and squatting at four o'clock in the morning they're going to kick their butt Lord,
3: i agree i agree not only is that an excellent point but i'd like to point out that the first time you said Uh, shoot them in the foot. I thought you said shoot them in the butt.
1: (laughs) Same thing. I mean, (laughs) I I really feel like Disney's shooting their their own selves in the butt. I mean, (laughs) mean, remember, this is something that I love pointing out to people, that Dwight D. Eisenhower formed the Allied Expeditionary Force, planned the largest amphibious landing in the history of the world, Successfully executed it and carried it out in less time than it's taken Disney to build a copy and paste roller coaster from a movie that nobody remembers. And was terrible we, in the first I mean, place. And speaking
3: of that, can we just hit that D23? point right now if we were yeah, going to it later yeah, let's, let's yeah. move so let's right on right
2: let's let's go right into tron all right so stephen we're sorry i'm actually not sorry at all tron light cycle the <laughs> mistake on the lake is what i'm going to now be referring to it as uh will be open um, at magic kingdom in spring of 2023 so, the ride that they've been building for five years, that is a copypasta of a ride that already exists, will now not be open until 2023. Um, Let I was me listening just to. Say, wait, wait, hang on, hang on, hang on. I'm oh, sorry. I was listening sorry, to. I
3: know, I know. <laughs> um,
2: Len Testa on this week's Disney Dish, or maybe it was last week's Disney Dish. And the discussion was made. Um, this is a purely marketing decision. Um, is the claim that Len and Jim Hill were making because they're going, they being Disney are going to need something to draw people to the parks after the flop of the 50th. Um, and they're going to use Tron to do so. So spring 2023, six years basically after they started construction, Tim and Annie.
3: um, I would like to comment first because I don't have that many great things to say, so I just want to get my my little baby thoughts out. First of all, the thing you just said sounds absurd to me that Disney would think that Tron would be that big of a draw. When it's even not like,
2: Tron, it's the ride.
3: Well, even still, I mean, it, it will be a draw for, like, influencers and surely people who are there will write it, but I can't imagine the average Joe planning a trip for it.
2: Um, um but I, I don't know I've never been on it but I've heard it's a great roller coaster.
3: I mean I could be wrong again that's just my reaction take but the other only other thing I wanted to say before I mute and let Tim go off is that I was on the um I was on the Disney World subreddit the other day which I don't make a habit of doing but alas I was and uh I saw so many people defending it, not opening until late and being like, like they had no problem with it. They didn't think it took a long time. They were like, we're getting a cool new ride. Why don't you shut up? And it was like kind of a popular opinion. And I hated it. And that's all I really have to say about that.
2: Okay, Tim, the muzzle's off. Rabid Disney defenders
1: are the almost the exact opposite of the toxic Star Wars fanboys. Of uh, in in the Star Wars fanboy universe, Star Wars has done no right since it has fallen into the hands of Disney. Uh, in the eyes of the rabid Disney fans, Disney can do absolutely no wrong, no matter how much they keep screwing things up. Uh, we'll, we'll, get, we'll get to, uh, the, you know, the, the great value version of, uh, Tiana's ride here, but that's another one that's going to really spark me. Uh, but anyway, back to, uh, back to Tron. Okay. You're, you're hoping to have something to draw people after the flop of the, of the 50th anniversary. Okay so you're going to basically put that up against to where it's going to be very close to when nintendo world opens at universal orlando speaking as a gen xer speaking as someone who is in that 40 to 49 demographic who has the disposable income to plan a trip and go somewhere and spend money as a child of the eighties, am I going to go to something that I've already seen POV rides of thousands and thousands of times and watched the railroad and watched, uh, the people mover and watch space mountain, watch countless things be inhibited, waiting for them to build this Tron ride. And what is still standing the Tomorrowland speedway, uh, or go Across, you know, go go down the highway, go down I four, and walk into what was the most influential game in the most influential gaming system of my generation that spawned scores and scores of gamers and fond, you know, so many memories, so many awesome video games, so many. Are you kidding? I, I'm. I'm not even going for a lot of the super mario stuff yeah oh god and (laughs) that's exactly yeah and and the price difference i don't have to sell i don't have to sell half of my house to go to universal orlando unlike you know where i'm gonna have to maybe look into grabbing you know a second third and fourth mortgage if i want to spend more than four days at walt disney world uh and i mean i'm not even really a huge mario fan but because of the immersion they're putting into this I'm just hoping I can get a little bit of, you know, maybe some Donkey Kong collateral. I mean, I was a huge Donkey Kong fan when I was. <laughs> still, I'm a huge Donkey Kong fan, and so I mean, yes. I,
3: I'm
1: hoping, I'm hoping Donkey for Kong some Country... of that. Donkey
3: Kong Country. Yes. Donkey like Kong my Country wife... is my Donkey... <laughs> Donkey Kong Country is my number one game. Like, period.
1: Yeah, it's. I, uh, you know, it's. I, my wife and I, you know. Uh, Every time we do Mario oh, Kart, every time we put Mario Kart. <laughs> she uh, you know, she, she's she's a huge Yoshi fan. I'm a huge Donkey Kong fan. So I guarantee if there's gonna be a trip taken to Central Florida to see something new, it's not gonna be Tron. And I guarantee you there's a lot more people who think like us than don't.
2: In the well, Gen it, X crowd. Ignore like the fact that, yes, it is um... The Nintendo versus the Tron thing. Look at it from, it's an entire land versus one ride. What are you going to spend the money on?
1: Exactly. And also well, what are you to going me? to spend your money on? Go ahead, Danny.
3: Oh, no, you can go ahead. Cause I have like a, mine is pretty meta point. So,
1: <laughs> okay. No, just uh, my, my big thing is just a go somewhere where they they keep on putting more money into improving guest experience. Uh, I mean the, the, the hotels. You get you're you're getting more bang for your buck on the hotels. You're getting more bang for, bang for your buck in the restaurants over there. Things are really stepping up to the point where they are they're they're you know they're they're not quite there yet, but they're starting to box up the ranks to see if they can get themselves you know a title shot here. And yes. to me, I like it.
3: That's the perfect lead into what I was going to say, which is just, and I've said this before, and I'm probably going to keep saying it, <laughs> uh, which is just that Disney used to care about wanting you to be at Disney and not want to go to Universal. I mean, it, you, they used to like want to make it a superior experience, and now it's very clear that they're like, go ahead, go to Universal. We don't even need you if you want to go to Universal. Yep. So... Uh, I feel like when they have that attitude, like, it's, they, they're, again, I've said this a billion times, too, there's got to be a wall. <laughs> like, eventually, there's got to be a wall that they hit. Um, I don't think they're ever going to, like, go under or anything, but eventually they got to hit the wall where saying, like, all right, go to Universal, go ahead, ends up being, like, you know, maybe they, uh, you know universal is making more than they thought they would or whatever but anyway no i totally agree and i've seen more and more of my disney people that i follow going to universal they all have universal aps now they didn't used to they're like sharing universal content travel agents i follow are like planning universal trips and advertising that a lot more so i'm all for it too yep absolutely
2: Well, and and not just like you said, not the the TAs, but all of us, like for the most part, all of us have gone to um, Universal within the last year or two, almost to the um, expense of going to Disney. And when you say Disney is going to uh, need a wall, uh, one, I thought you were talking about building a wall around Disney for some reason. But Disney, like you said, Disney cared that you were there. Disney cared that you were in the bubble. And now, do it. You won't. Is uh, is kind of the mentality that they I feel like we're like, getting. Go
3: ahead, t- take an, take an Uber to Disney.
2: We don't care. <laughs> <Or> to Universal. <laughs>
3: we're not gonna bust you in there anymore.
2: Uh, oh yeah yeah yeah. Okay. Oh you 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 like or getting to the park? Else? Pay us.
3: <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I not the bubble it off.
1: Also, another thing was really the only perk left because there were there were hardly any. There were there was one day out of seven when we were there that had extra magic hours. The last time I was there, uh, that late 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 hours. Uh, I thought
3: about that, yes.
1: And like stay, staying at Old Key West, paying paying the amount we did to stay at Old Key West and everything else, and staying in a two bedroom villa our reward is getting in 30 minutes early.
2: That's my perk. Uh, no, your perk is spending $500 a night on a hotel room.
1: Well, luckily I didn't because I do the DVC rental stuff, so.
3: <laughs> well, you know, what? the other thing that's scary, though, is at this point, you're going to have um, a whole group of 20-somethings who have grown up in a time where they They didn't have any slow times at Disney. They didn't have any, uh, you know, extra magic hours that were great, that they've been used to this. So they're not going to be on the same set. Like they, I, I see those people all the time. They're like, well, extra magic hours, blah, blah, blah. There's no slow time, blah, blah, blah. Well, there used to be, you know what I mean? There are these young people who never experienced that like we did back in the day. You know, when I went on my honeymoon, I mean, we were in magic kingdom till 1am and it was empty and we just rode splash mountain like six times in a row and it was amazing i mean there was nobody there it was just as fast as you could get to a ride you could ride it you know right and they're the like the, the gen z whatever like i feel like most of the 20 something disney influencers or disney whatever's didn't ever experience that so they don't even really understand that it happened you know <laughs> so they're used to I like agree. a a, a lower standard than than we ever saw so they can't they can't really grasp how different it was i don't think
1: agreed they they're willing to they're willing to accept a subpar product at least what it, what Perfect. is a subpar yes, product in exactly. our mind
2: well they don't know that it's a subpar product
1: though that's the thing no, they don't. Exactly. They, they don't know yeah. any different. It's almost like being born after 9-11. You really weren't aware that we were never in a war.
2: You realize those kids are now graduating <laughs> college, right? It's insane. As a matter of fact,
1: yes, there are,
3: yeah. Thank there
1: you. are children <laughs> who were born after 9-11 that are joining the New York Fire Department that were, yes, uh, descendants of people who That's were... The lost
0: with the, uh,
1: Sorry. no i mean just
3: with the your old report
1: (laughs) (laughs) but no it's it's a it 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 really is they they don't know they don't know a disney world where you were put first they don't know a disney world where it would be you'd walk into a shop and they would see a button on you and the gal would like one of the gals or guys would pick up a phone and dial a special number and say hey look you have a phone call and it was just this little message, just a little extra. It was the plusing. I, those things don't exist anymore. I mean, they they do, but they are very, they're they're far, far, you know, fewer and far between now. It's it's a shame, and I understand it's because it's a it's a different world, and they're having to deal with a different, uh, just I mean, a different concept altogether. But. That still doesn't mean you should sacrifice guest experience, especially when talking about a, a theme park that depends on return business.
3: I, I honestly feel like that's why we're all so hooked on cruises right now is because I think cruises, you still do sort of get that.
2: The magic. Disney difference.
3: Yeah, I mean you can you can walk down a hall and run into a princess yep. who's alone and spends five minutes talking to you yep or you you can get a you know I don't know some other thing that's the same thing as that
2: <laughs> yeah you get that, you know what in, I mean, that interaction,
3: yeah I, I well I just feel like the cru- the cruises we're all feeling this a little bit more, you know, see the fireworks and stuff that you have your butler, you have good service.
2: Uh, I, I don't believe they're called butlers. Are
3: they not? I thought on cruises they were
2: butlers. No, they're definitely like stateroom attendants.
3: Oh, uh, Well, I feel like the first cruise I ever won it was called a butler. So I, I feel like remember. Annie called offensive? her stateroom you attendant like, a butler. Is <laughs> that offensive? I didn't say stewardess. You, you may as well
2: have called the stewardess the the, the plane <laughs> lady.
3: I didn't say like uh, indentured servant. <laughs> oh,
2: Jesus. All right. Moving on. Uh <laughs> didn't snap your fingers and say Jeeves. <laughs> uh, the hat box ghost is being hey, added y- y- to the haunted mansion.
3: Could have had Dave, but you got me.
2: <laughs> yep. Real proud anyway, of me right now. Hatbox, Hatbox yeah. ghost is in the haunted mansion. Um I mean it's cool, it's something to add, but they're gonna probably take it down for six months to do so. Any thoughts?
3: Uh um cautiously so... optimistic
1: the Hatbox Ghost is an amazing character. So
2: Well, yeah, I mean I'm excited about that fact, but you know, Disney doesn't have a good track record of doing things timely.
3: Can I my my commentary on the Hatbox ghost thing would be similar to my commentary about another news item from D23, may I bring it up now?
2: Yeah, yeah because I'm just kind of bouncing around here
3: um I my opinion on the Hatbox ghost thing ties into my opinion on the Figment meet and greet if you'd like to oh, I think someone's getting pulled over outside my house <laughs> <laughs>
2: This week, this week's episode of Cops now includes a special <laughs> guest star from the Mickey Dudes. Yeah.
3: Anyway, so um, what do you uh, do? You uh, want to?
2: I mean, just that. Just
1: uh,
3: there's briefly... a figment.
2: There is a figment meet meet and greet returning to Epcot in 2023. That's the whole article. There's no dates, times, or anything like that. But uh, go on.
3: Fine. So my combined opinion on both of those things is, at this point, at at, at one point, that would have felt like what we would have called fan service. At this point, it feels like fan manipulation to me. It feels like they're like, oh... (laughs) <laughs> the the fans aren't happy with what we're doing, but the fans like Figment and the Hatbox Ghost, so we'll do that. Yeah, kind of like I feel... hear nerds, shut up. Yeah, exactly. It does not feel genuine to me. It feels like, yeah, we're gonna desecrate all of that pot, but we're giving you the dragon thing you like, so why don't you shut up? So the Hatbox Imaginary Ghost feels the same way. Thing. Like, like like yeah we're gonna yeah like yeah we're gonna do what we want in magic kingdom but we we gave you the ghost thing or whatever you like so why don't you shut up you stupid fanboys that's how it feels to me
2: no i i agree feels with that. that that's a pretty uh accurate assessment and you know what? You could even say that about happily ever happily ever after coming back. You could say that about harmonious going away. You could say that about all that. Like, hey, we know you don't like it, so here, just yeah, whatever. We're not doing anything new. Yeah, there, These things already exist.
3: There, there's no effort to like tap into what people act it's just like oh you guys like this stuff well we'll we'll do that then how's that that good and nerds like this yeah Yeah, you want your stupid dragon
2: (laughs) there he's over there have fun (laughs) all
1: right tim what are your thoughts
3: he's speechless
1: uh, no, I'm I'm, I'm here. I, I personally agree. I absolutely agree because it's <laughs> I I it's it's the oh look it's nostalgia. The hatbox ghost. People have heard about the hatbox ghost, and also they see how much merch they can sell with the hatbox ghost. So now that they put the hatbox ghost in there, they can now stack uh, memento mori right next to. The Haunted Mansion, full of something other than Nightmare Before Christmas, of uh, and <laughs> sell that to uh, to the populace, and then of course they saw the absolute, just complete, Category Five, just clown show over the Figment popcorn buckets. I mean, look, I I literally walked in. Uh, Two weeks after it was opened, Figment became a central part of my life from my first visit on. I loved Figment. Not once did I even think about grabbing a popcorn bucket. It, it, <laughs> at this point, it is. It's, it's pointless nostalgia. And I would love to be able to think it's something other than that, but like Annie said, it's like, yeah, you know what? We're just going to turn Epcot into a construction area for the better part of three and a half, four years. And, uh, you know, make you run around like a bunch of mice through a maze. And at the end, there's not even a piece of cheese. They're just a food booth where you got to pay eight bucks for, a, you know, a, a mouthful a of, piece food. of cheese. <clears throat> yeah, <laughs> you got to pay eight bucks for your piece of cheese. And then if you buy... If, if you buy you know five pieces of cheese and get this thing stamped, you go to another booth to get a piece of cheese. Uh, its just so I mean, I, I agree. I, I definitely agree. And he's just That's like. Exactly Here, it.
3: It's so sit silly. on it, so nerd. The, like, reason, <laughs> the reason we all fell in love with figment as a character is because that character was so like pure of heart and lovable. And now it's just like this first they ruin his that they ruin his pure apartness and make him this obnoxious character. They totally ruin his character after mm-hmm. they removed his character. And then they bring him back as like this soulless puppet of something you once, to love, once well, loved. Well, and, and I actually want to
2: touch on that real quick. You said nostalgia and then they bring him back as a soulless <laughs> puppet of what you once loved. They're like, hey, you remember, they're really um, weighing right now on, hey, remember when this place was fun?
3: (laughs) Remember when you liked this? Yeah. (laughs) I mean, that's what it is. I know. I mean, I'm laughing, but it's honestly not. (laughs)
2: You're laughing to hide the tears.
3: I, I already thought yeah, of it, I, that that immediately brought up another D23 announcement in my mind. I wonder one? if you can think of what it is. Uh, Well,
2: what? I mean, Moana's journey of water opens in 2023 <laughs> like everything else. Uh, yeah, both.
3: You're close. You're close with the Moana.
2: Uh, Well, let's actually hold off on that because I do want to f- close out with that. That, uh, those blue sky okay. ideas. Um, and the other two or three things that I do want to talk about are Disney Cruise Line based. Um, I just want to let me scroll through here, make sure I didn't uh, while, miss while anything. you're scrolling
1: through, just real quick. The only thing I have to say is way to go on, you know, leaving out Mama Odie's boat from, uh, from the, uh, the, the Tiana reward. Oh, and it was also- too expensive. Uh, another big thing is you really, you took a mountain and turned it into a Princess of Frog attraction. A mountain. Way to, you know, way to tip off. You've never been to a value.
2: You mean the flat place?
1: Yeah, if yeah if you happen to notice Disney, um, you see, if you <laughs> used to if you would send people out the way you used to when uh, design something like you and Joe Rohde and his guys all over the place and they would figure something out or what would take his guys somewhere uh, you couldn't even be bothered to drive 300 know, bloody miles know. to find out it's under the water there's um, no mountain
2: hang on, Tim they have a private jet they don't even need to drive
3: Tiana's private jet nightmare.
2: Also, not only that, they have cell phones that are probably smartphones. If not, they have computers that uh, I'm almost positive have access to Google Maps, which has a satellite view.
1: I mean, Louisiana's flat compared to Illinois. That's horrible. Well, Louisiana's
2: flat, and if Do they would remember, know? that's why it flooded. Yeah. Because it'll also half of it's underwater. Yep. That's our second welcome to being old reference today, by the way. <laughs> Did you know it? Do you know, you
3: know how, how torn I am on the on the Tiana thing? Because I want Tiana to have her own ride so bad and I'm excited to ride it, but I also don't want it to not be a splash anymore, you know?
2: Well I mean uh, you I can Tiana, want that but not more this, than this a way.
1: Tiana deserves more than a secondhand
3: planet. I would maybe even if they changed one, you know what I mean? Like they did with a tower of terror kind of thing, but they made like Disneyland Tiana and they kept Disney world, uh, Bear Bear, et cetera. Mm -hmm. I'm just, I'm I'm all cut up about it. Like I said, I love Tiana. I want her to have her own ride.
2: But not like I, this. I think
3: it's gonna be a great ride, but I will, I will really, 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 really miss Splash Mountain. My kid will never get to go on it, which bums me out.
1: I mean, where's, can, where's Tiana's place too? Where's Tiana? Where's where's the Cajun Creole Soul Food Restaurant? Where's Tiana? All the other restaurants they built.
3: I know. can well, have a Tiana's well, place. Well, hello. Not not only. Do Could they do it? But, I mean, they also have Port Orleans. They could easily turn the table service restaurant into Tiana's place.
1: I would love to. Port Orleans French Quarter is already one of my favorite resorts on property. If they would put a Tiana's place on there, I don't know if I could ever find a reason to even go to the park. I mean, with the beignets, with the shrimp po' boys, with Scat Cat's Lounge, with everything else, you put it
3: yeah. I mean, Porter Orleans is like one of the few places Disney has not ruined. It's still a good value for the amount of theming and amenities you get.
2: Because they've left so it, on. they've left it alone.
3: Well, yeah. yeah. So I'm just waiting to see what they do to, you know, ruin all of our lives, basically.
2: Well, that's a little bit of a broad. I assumption. told you I was
3: feeling cynical tonight. Clearly. I'm just, I'm just saying I don't expect them to let one of the last remaining good things remain. <laughs> Why would that, they? That's fair. They'll jack up the price or something. They'll
2: do that and change the name and ruin it. Yeah. <laughs>
3: they'll rename it.
2: Um, so just real quick, three things that I want to touch on that did come out of D23. Um, we did see some concept art and details about lighthouse point, which is uh, castaway key 2.0. Um, I believe I saw that it was 80% solar powered, is what they're shooting for, which is great until it rains. Um, the next Disney cruise line ship, has been named and it is the Disney treasure and Disney cruise line will be setting sail to Australia and New Zealand for the first time. Now these are very short itineraries from what I've seen. They're like two to three days, except for the transatlantic um, repositioning cruises. So just three fun things that I wanted to mention. Um, Do either of you have any comments on those before we move into our last jumble?
1: Uh, the, the cruises have been so amazing thus far. Uh, I, that's one thing is definitely going to be sinking more money into that. Adventures by Disney, uh, the adventures by Disney, uh, central Europe trip, uh, it will be happening, uh, the Austria, Poland, Czech Republic that will be happening at some point next year. Uh, we will be doing that so we just haven't decided whether it's going to be the spring or the fall um but it's i mean the the adventures by disney the cruises are you're really getting such a great bang for your buck you see the disney difference the service is still there uh, and with with all the new plusing they're adding here with lighthouse point and and the, the new cruises I mean, going back to some of the old transatlantic cruises where i mean you can go back to some of the, you know, I mean, you're you're going back to the Gilded Age where. Well, don't you know, go too far back. Can, no, 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 no. We'll, we'll start in 1914. As a matter of fact, <laughs> anything after April 1912 is solid. We can You're May 1912. With that. How about that? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it just, uh,
2: I mean. You really, know, I saw uh, a conspiracy theory today. Keep the loose out of it. That's about it. But, uh, no, I, but hang on. I, I I saw a conspiracy theory today on uh, on oh, the TikToks. And uh, there's a conspiracy theory that states that it was not, in fact, the Titanic that sank, but it was its sister ship, the Olympia or the Olympic, that they scuttled, the Olympia. that they scuttled and made it look like the Titanic.
1: Whoa. OK, a- um, why would they do that? Uh, uh, the reason
2: behind him. this? The belief is that the Olympic had some...
3: Aliens.
2: <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not saying it was aliens, but it was aliens. Um, had some structural issues, and one of the... Point, I, I spent about four seconds looking at this and moved on. Um, one of the arguments that they made is J.P. Morgan... Um, was supposed to be on the Titanic and mysteriously developed an illness. And then people saw him the day it was supposed to be. uh, He was supposed to be on the ship or the day that uh, the ship left port. And, you know, they're saying, oh, as a major investor in White Star Line, he would have known of this plan. So that's why he stayed off the ship. There were tons of famous John Jacob Astor died on the Died on the Titanic. Sometimes he was Jack, also a major. He,
1: well, all right, John so this Jacob is,
3: Jingleheimer Schmidt.
2: His name is my name, too. <gasps> I mean, that's it, it makes... Uh, it makes no sense. It's a mention... conspiracy theory. <laughs> Why would...
1: Uh, sorry. I mean, I guess I've... Uh, my apologies. I've, I have I made it past fourth grade.
3: Wait, wait. I wait, haven't what taken if I, can nearly I offer enough you...
1: bong hits.
3: <laughs> Tim, Tim, I haven't may I offer you something may I offer you an explanation James Cameron rich man no very rich
1: uh, yeah I mean Are you, you know me? he's,
3: he's, he's, he's taking the okay. Disney yeah, that's I'm I'm just, that's he's taking I'm the saying. Disney trip okay, get with me. He's, a, he's a rich man he likes technology uh, mm-hmm. let's go with this James Cameron at some point in his life has access to a time machine James Cameron has a vested interest in a ship sinking so that he can make a movie about it. So there's an explanation for why someone might want to fake the sinking of a ship.
2: Well, I mean, no, I'm not saying that it was faked. I'm saying a ship sank, but.
3: Right. But what I'm saying is if you're looking for someone to be behind it, I think James Cameron makes a lot of sense.
2: Are you insinuating James Cameron sank the Titanic?
3: Um, for legal reasons, no.
1: <laughs> I, yeah, I maybe I'll go. Were you
3: gonna make any? Were you gonna talk about any D twenty three Avatar things? Because that would be a great segue. Oh yeah, speaking well, of D
2: twenty three,
1: yeah, 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 Avatar, and finished in just under a decade.
2: <laughs> uh, speaking of things that won't be finished there, in under a uh, under a decade. There is some blue sky ideas for theme lands for Coco, Encanto, Disney villains for Magic Kingdom, and some blue sky ideas for Moana and Zootopia in Dinoland USA at Animal Kingdom. Um,
3: Barcaroony, can I ask a clarifying question, please?
2: I mean, you can ask, but I don't know that I'm the person that should be (laughs) answering it.
3: So you're telling me the Moana Zootopia thing is not for sure?
2: No, none of this is for sure.
3: Oh well, that's not. So I just saw it on like some sort of like uh, social media post. So I figured that it was right. like definitely happening.
2: Well, as we just covered, uh, everything on social media is in fact true.
3: <laughs> I just, uh, you know, since Dave is not here, we can have a rational discussion about IP. And well, as this much is a terrible as, idea. Yeah, I mean, as much as Dino Land is not um, anywhere near my favorite anything, if it's like, I, and like, <sighs> so frustrating. It's so frustrating to be in a position where I'm defending Dino Land. <laughs> like, how dare you, Disney? How dare you make me defend Dino Land? Is that what they wanted all along? You know what I mean? These Gen Z kids are coming up in a time where. IP is Dinosaurs replacing dino land and uh, <laughs> exactly. What are we teaching these kids? Uh, but yeah, I feel like, I mean, Joe Rody would hate that. Right. I mean, IP, uh, that, that's not what animal kingdom is supposed to be. Right. Am I Correct. wrong? Does that not make no sense? No, you're, I know. I know that right. English was great. Does that not make no sense? <laughs>
2: No, you're you're right,
3: but it don't make no sense.
2: Um. Well, I mean, I, I don't know that it's get. So for starters, it's not guaranteed. There are plenty of things that we saw hard concept art for, and said and had dates of like, oh, this is gonna happen, that just never ever happened, like the moon landing.
3: Sure. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. No, I've been, uh, you know, I, I I used to spend a lot of time analyzing all the uh, mice chat predictions people would mm-hmm. make. So, yes, I'm more than uh, aware of the, of the many things that are announced and or rumored that never come to be. Uh, however, I just hate the IP stuff. It just irritates me. I, IP like, I doesn't belong I was,
2: everywhere. It's that simple.
3: If I if I'm if I may bring up. um. A Reddit post again. I saw someone made a Reddit post earlier. You know, you click on one Reddit post, and the next thing you know, your front page is like, "Oh, you you like this community? Here's another post." So did that, and it was like, uh, "Bring Luca to the Italy pavilion." I love Luca. No, <laughs> just stop. Just stop. You don't have to have IP everywhere. Do you? Do you want? IP everywhere, because if you want IP everywhere, then IP everywhere. Uh, I don't think that's really what you want.
2: No one. No one wants that.
3: Exactly. Dave says that he loves IP, but when IP, I don't think he's going to love it.
2: Let's... Tim. (laughs) Yes. Uh, Your your thoughts on this one? Uh, one
1: uh didn't didn't we see the numbers from zoto and that we don't need any more of it i mean when really, does that mattered? it should that's my problem i mean it's it's one of these it's almost like coming out with you know what and here we are in Ep. we're gonna take uh you know we're gonna go ahead and we're gonna take tomorrowland and we're gonna transform it into one of your most beloved disney classics treasure planet again another one where steven would be happy only steven would be happy um, and maybe the people who worked on them but it, it just i i completely agree with with what annie's saying is you don't have to cram ip everywhere you go i mean it's that's that's one of the reasons why. Look, the technology for Harmonious was amazing. It the technology was awesome. The show, the way they you know the way they put everything out. I mean, it looked it, it looked it was very visually appealing. But again, more IP, no more originality. It it just that's why I mean that's oh okay, Epcot forever. Or maybe if you hadn't torn down the damn barge. The globe, we could bring back illuminations, which is what everybody really wants. And it has nothing to do with being in. I'm I'm not adverse to change, but if you're going to give me something new, give me something original. And uh, slightly, sorry, slightly off, off, uh, off kilter here, but one of the most popular shows right now going. Just one of one of the most. <laughs> One of the most uh, like popular shows right now that's just taking everything by storm that everybody's going nuts over, Stranger Things. What is Stranger Things? It's original. People were given something new and exciting and refreshing to watch. I mean, take a look at the Squid Game effect. Everybody went nuts over Squid Game. Why? Something people hadn't seen before. They wanted to... S- People crave originality, and it goes back to what Annie was saying: is they just keep on throwing nostalgia, and now they're throwing nostalgia at the younger viewers because it's a lot of the Moana, Simba, you know, it's it's a lot of the, the Disney Renaissance and above, uh, you know, like Mer- Little Mermaid and above movies. Well, sorry, I shouldn't have mentioned that. We're not going go to go into this. Sh- <laughs> Mark this time. <laughs> we're not going to go into the five category, the category five clown show that that's been lately uh, and the irrational hate but uh, it's just it, again, it feels like they're feeding they're feeding us pointless nostalgia rather than giving us something slightly original so those are my feelings on it sorry for taking so long, Chuck
2: No, you're you're 100% right, I, I don't There isn't—the last two things that Disney did that were original, they weighed heavily on nostalgia, and it didn't work. I mean, with Harmonies being replaced already and with, uh, uh, whatever the Magic Kingdom show is being replaced already, it, it doesn't work. You can't nostalgia everything. You can't IP everything. Um come up with new ideas
3: well you can do nostalgia but you can't do it in a hollow way where you're just like oh they like the dragon let's make some dragon magnets let's make it you have to have people you have to understand why (laughs) people are nostalgic for the thing yep i mean obviously it works to an extent but i'm just saying eventually it's gonna just get uh it's, it's gonna I feel like it's gonna it gets exponentially worse right they start trying to it starts feeling hollow and it just gets like worse and worse as they keep going anyway
1: <laughs> one thing I would like to just okay. touch quickly on as far as talking about the villains of if done properly that can be that can be a whole new niche opened up of I know so many people who crave more villains. I know a lot of people who mourned the loss of Villains Vogue when it closed in Hollywood Studios. Uh, I know a lot of people who, you know, clamor for more villain characters, more villains parties, uh, more the After Hours events. If this could be done properly, I mean, I I remember the buzz, you know, going back, I remember the buzz when they were talking about a possible villain's hotel. I mean, it's... For God's sakes, the the revenue from my wife alone they would pull in if they started putting money into the villains full time. Um, <laughs> I I know I know I would be <laughs> I would be significantly poorer. Uh, mm-hmm. But it's I mean if if done right, and that's been the big question with Disney lately, if it's done properly, if it's done right, and People who used to take the greatest of time, the 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 greatest of care, to do something properly, to you know, they were they were so proud of their Imagineering department. They were so proud of Wed Enterprises, and now to where it's a company where it's, I I, I feel like I, Wed Wed's been replaced by GED, the Good Enough Division. I mean. It's it's quite sad. It really is quite sad when, you know, you you listen to those older Imagineers talk about what they did and how they did things. When you listen to Raleigh Crump, when you listen to Xavier Estencio, when you listen to Mary Blair, when you listen to Bob Gurr, Marty Sklar, you know, you listen to those people and how, and how you know how animated they get and how how bright eyed they get when they talk about the things that they created and how much care they took in them that doesn't happen anymore so i mean i yeah great love all the pie in the sky ideas but how good is how good is it going to be or how or more more aptly how bad is it going
2: to be I mean, I the that. answer. Yeah, I, you're you're 100% right, I, Tim.
3: Well, no, I was just was going to say that, you know, I, I know that I come in with like the cynical sort of sass opinion. And I think, Chuck, you also tend towards the sort of sass, but you can leave it to Tim to come in with the. The heart, I feel like he got to the heart of of how it feels without. You know, much of the sarc sar sarcasm. <laughs> But no, I mean that's the heart of it. At the end of the day, as much as I'm sarcastic about it, it's uh, it it sucks. It hurts. Yep. I I wish it was different. So, yeah.
1: I mean, the the one thing, and all all of my all of my cynicism and sarcasm and bad mouthing aside, this episode, the thing is, the reason I feel this way is. My parents worked their butts off to share this experience, and I was a little child, and kept working their butts off so they could keep sh- keep sharing this experience with me. And I grew up, you know, listening to Walt Disney talk, you know, watching the old reruns of Walt Disney Presents. I-, I grew up knowing that Fess Parker was my Davy Crockett. You know, mm-hmm. I knew, I knew. Buddy Epson is Georgie Russell before I knew him as Jed Clampett. You know, I mean, my one of my first crushes was Annette Funicello for God's sakes. I mean, it's
3: a net full of jello
1: <laughs> this uh, I mean it, this this company was the epicenter of my pop culture world growing up. and, you know, seeing Michael Eisner come in and rejuvenized the parks and basically saved the Florida parks. I mean, no, no, mincing words. He and Frank Price saved the Florida parks and turned into the empire it is today. Uh, and then seeing Bob Iger come in. And when he came in, one of the first things he did was he got uh, what, which is what Bob, what endeared Bob Iger to me is he went out and got Oswald back from Universal. I mean that that scored him huge points with a bunch of us nostalgia heads. Hey I, I mean again, I mean I, I grew up you know reading about the nine old men. I you know, I mean I've I, I I cried when Frank Thomas and Ollie Johnston died. You know, I've I cried when Ward Kimball passed away. I cried when Mark Davis passed away. I mean I I've, I gushed when I, when I had the chance to meet Floyd Norman. I mean, these, all of these people, I mean, this, this is an extraordinary company that's touched a lot of people and has touched a lot of hearts and has shaped pop culture and Americana for the better half of a century at this point. And they need to realize that they actually hold a lot of power in their hands. And that power can also be used to a detriment of making them look less in people's eyes rather than hold them dear the way a lot of people have for so long. So, sorry to go off on that kind of little
2: tangent. No,
3: I I think you're right. I feel like that was so beautiful that we should just... (laughs) That we should... I feel like that was just
2: gorgeous. I mean, it is actually <laughs> what a, a else can perfect say? note to end on.
3: Um, Honestly, it was. That that's exactly what we mean. Is that? No, I mean, I I don't even want to expand on it. I feel like there's nothing to <laughs> expand on. So perfectly,
2: yeah. Well said, Tim. So with with your soliloquy there. We're going to have you take us out tonight. Where can people find you on the interwebs?
1: You can find me at plain underscore Tim, Twitter
2: machine. Okay. Annie, what about you?
3: Uh, you can find me on Instagram at DJ Phobe. That's DJ p h o e.
2: You could find me on the Twitter machine at Chuck in the Chat. You could find me. Or excuse me,
3: you can Checking find the chat. Check in the chat.
2: On Facebook at the Mickey Dudes, on Twitter at the Mickey Dudes, and on Instagram at the Mickey Dudes Podcast. Thank you all for joining us this week. We will see you all next week.